wanted to shift gears a little bit, though, and we are talking now about the opening of a new Aunt Leah's house. This is a home for vulnerable moms and babies, marking its 35th anniversary and the completion of its most recent social purpose housing project. And again, the rebuilding of the original Aunt Leah's house. And joining us to talk more about this, we have a couple of great guests here. Jacqueline Dupuis is the foundation, the Aunt Leah's Foundation Executive Director. Jacqueline, thank you so much for being with us. Hi, Jill. Thanks for having me. Well, thank you. It's such an exciting announcement. I should mention as well, we also have Sherry on the line. Sherry is a former teen mom who lived at Aunt Leah's house with her child. Sherry, thank you as well for being with us. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Well, thank you both. Jacqueline, I wanted to start with you because this is quite a milestone. What are we looking at as far as the rebuilding of the original Aunt Leah's house? And tell us a bit about that and what Aunt Leah's house does. Yeah, so Aunt Leah's house has been in operation for uh, just over 35 years. We just demolished and rebuilt the very uh, old house from the 1953, I believe, over the last year and a half. And at launch today, we're really excited to be welcoming uh, in new moms and babies at the top of February. Um, over its a time, uh, over the last 35 years, Aunt Leah's house has served more than 400 families, uh, primarily uh, moms and babies. Um, and uh, giving them a, a safe haven as, as they transition usually out of the foster care system. And uh, our goal, obviously, is to ensure that, that moms and babies remain together and are not separated by the child welfare system. And Sherry, I'll bring you in on the conversation here as well. I understand that uh, you were part of the family, uh, part of Aunt Leah's house about 10 years ago. What was that like for you? Um, well, I was 16 when I had my daughter Marcella and um I I I came from a very troubled home and um I was couch surfing before I came into Aunt Leah's and um I was brought in by I was brought in by MCFD and uh when I got there I was you know obviously scared um being 16 with a little baby being a baby myself (laughs) um (laughs) When I got there, I was greeted by by one of our um, great staff, Pam Costello and Autumn, and um, they they basically just kind of calmed me down and you know let everything know let me know everything was going to be okay, and um, everything just kind of went off from there. I went back to school with my daughter. They helped me with um, programming and schooling and funding and stuff for things that I wanted to do. Um, just. It was, yeah, no, it was definitely something I didn't imagine what it was going to be. <laughs> uh, and I, from what I understand, too, and I don't, I don't want to go into too too much detail, but I, I understand as well that, that you were also in, in the foster care system. So not only, like you said, a baby yourself and dealing with a baby and that, but also, I mean, and we've talked about this so many times before, that anybody aging out of foster care, I mean, that in itself has so many challenges, but put in uh, all of the other things that you were dealing with, that had to be daunting. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was. Um, being, you know, um, youth basically by herself in a big city. Like, I come from a reservation up north. Um, being in a city was quite intimidating. Uh, Jacqueline, when you hear that and and uh, hear Sherry talking about this and uh, how she was taken in, uh, like so many people have been taken in by Aunt Leah's house, what goes through your mind? 
Yeah, I mean, I feel my heart beat, you know, really fast and um, just, you know, feel a lot for um, for Sherry. And, and I think just it makes me think about the, the workers that Sherry mentioned, Pam and Autumn, uh, over at Aunt Leah's house and just how much they care about the moms and ensuring that the moms are well and able to to um, to keep their babies. And I think it just, um, just makes me feel um, really yeah, just wonderful that that it is possible for um, for great beginnings for folks like Sherry. And I know in uh, like everything else that Aunt Leah's faced some restrictions and some challenges during the pandemic. Uh, so having come through that and now with this uh, opening day for the this new this rebuild, that's that's got to feel good for not only the workers, but also for people that are, are living there and, and relying on Aunt Leah's house. Yeah, and I mean, we're still recovering. Um, getting and keeping staff is still, you know, very difficult. Um, still working on, uh, you know, building back fundraising capacity, um, staff capacity. Obviously, um, fundraising and executing the project during the pandemic was a challenge, but we're really all grateful to be here in this moment and looking forward with, I think, a much brighter future. And Sherry, looking back when you uh, went to Aunt Leah's house and when in that, that time when you said uh, as far as meeting the staff and, and being told that, that things are going to be okay, was there anywhere else that you would have gotten that support or anywhere else you could have turned? If, if, or I guess I'm, I'm curious what you think might have happened had you not had that support. Um, I probably would have been down one of two paths. One, I could have went home where I didn't want to be on a reservation because so much happens up there. Or two, we would have been separated as uh, my daughter and I would have been separated into different foster homes, I would believe, because um, there. I don't think I would have been able to continue on being a young mom without knowing, you know, there's support out there for us. Right. And, and- um, yeah, and, and oh, no, no, sorry. And I was just going to say that's kind of to what Jacqueline was saying as well, that one of the goals is as far as is keeping families together. Yeah. Well, you know, Aunt Leah's after, you know, like after a quick three months, I, I felt that I was at home, maybe even before, like even the first night I remember coming into Aunt Leah's, I was really scared. I didn't know where I was going to end up because I didn't know who the people I was with, you know, I was so used to being at home. Um, but when I got there, it was just, from then on I just thrived completely and without Aunt Leah's I definitely could say that I wouldn't be here where I am now I'm almost 30 my daughter's 12 now and we're both just we're we're thriving oh that is so so good to hear that's uh yeah. it's a great to to hear that outcome and Jacqueline I would imagine too that's I mean that's that's the point isn't it of doing this and making sure that Aunt Leah's is there uh, for people uh, we talk about uh, every year uh, Christmas we talk about the the Christmas trees the fundraiser and the money raised for Aunt Leah's uh, Jacqueline is that how this is able to to happen or or where does the funding come from to do this yeah, absolutely. Um, Aunt Leah's come, or sorry, Aunt Leah's place has um, has uh, the thrift store as well as the tree lot uh, social enterprises. So really smart fundraising strategy that way as well. They're fundraised, uh, they're, sorry, funded through government grants as well as private donations. 
And and this milestone today, then, as far as the the 35th anniversary of that house and the, and the rebuilding, I, I don't, I, not that that's not enough, but I'm curious as far as what's next, are there plans to expand or, or what's next on the horizon? Absolutely. We're uh, really focused on the need for housing right now. So working with government partners, as well as um, actually families who um, might be able to, to help us um, house some of our youth. Um, so actively working on a number of fronts to, to build out our housing portfolio and housing services to our participants. We've got a long list of folks um, who need help and support in housing specifically. So that's going to be a focus going forward for sure. And Sherry, I'll just ask you uh, one more question. I'm curious, what advice would you give to, say, somebody in your position or somebody in a similar position who, who is frightened, maybe doesn't know where to go and is, is considering at Leah's but maybe doesn't know about it? I would have to say, you know, just, you know, at Leah's is a safe place. Um, I know <clears throat> being in my position back then, you know, it's hard to trust people having trust issues already. Um, so what I would have to say, you know, everything is going to be okay. You know, like that's what I've been told and, uh, you know, like I just had to go with it and, you know, at Leah's, they have a revolving door. Like I was there when I was 16 and, um, I left and I ended up coming back when I was actually back in 2018 and I stayed there for another three years through their thresholds program. So, you know, like, you know, at Leah's will always be there, regardless if you're in the program or not, or if you leave or, or and come back. All right. Well, thank you so much to both of you for joining us to talk again about this milestone and what Aunt Leah's does. Appreciate so much your time. Thank you again. Yes, thank you for having us. Thank you, Jill. All right. Thank that, you, Sherry. That, yep. Have a good day. Bye. <laughs> 911.